This is Hardy Mort Show. I, I recently appeared on the Debbie Perkins Show, which is available from Dracus Productions. And you can follow them on Mixcloud. Debbie kindly let me be on her show. As she has been helping me with my career as a podcaster and she has given me excellent advice on how to go about doing my show. I'd like to thank her for letting her be on my show and she has kindly given me permission to put this on my podcast. You can find the Debbie Perkins show is only available at 8pm East EST time USA. Check it out. So fantastic show, the Debbie Perkins show. For a mature listening audience, graphic and explicit language may be heard at times. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily express those of this station or sponsors. Listeners are advised that neither this station nor its owners and agents shall be held liable for the content of this program, rebroadcast, redistributed or reused, without express written permission by host or producer is not allowed. show and I am your host Debbie Perkins and uh, it's Hollywood Red Carpet Radio and I have an amazing guest this evening. His name is Mark Anthony Rains. He's also known as the Ghost Man or Ghost Man Rains. He has his own show and uh, his show is out of Hallsworthy uh, United Kingdom and he's got a lot of different things that he does. I believe it, I, I was reading that it was he was the director of Dog Body Comedy Friendly Zombie Productions. So I would like to bring him on now, and let's have a wonderful discussion. Welcome to the show, Mark. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, I wanted to thank you, Mark, because you had me on your show, and I had a fantastic time. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. We had a good, really good talk. We did. We really did. We had a really nice time. And it was a good timing and everything. I mean, it was just the right time. Now, um, Mark, I wanted I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how did you get involved with doing the radio? Well, it's an interesting story. I used to like doing YouTube. Well, I found YouTube a little bit more difficult because... You have to, I, I, I was a bit, getting a bit worried about my self-image, and it, uh, YouTube was getting a little bit limited what you could put on. So I looked around to see what I could do, and I found a book I saw it, 
and it, I could see that I could do it from my smartphone. I thought, oh, that's a good idea. So I thought, oh, how can I make it basic? So I thought, oh, I thought I've got a smartphone. I've got an Amazon Fire tablet. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started. That's amazing. And now, how did you come about to choose the subjects within the paranormal? Because you talk to people that do UFOs, Bigfoot, cryptozoology, paranormal. How did you how did you find that as your avenue? Well, paranormal is because I personally have had a paranormal experience of my own. Okay. Some years ago, I was in a coma. I had blood sugar of one, two, four, and. I was in a coma for three weeks, and whilst I was in the coma, I heard a woman's voice I've not heard before or since that told me to wake up, and I had the most incredible feeling I've ever had to wake up. Now, I admit that your brain can release chemicals that could deceive you, but I honestly believe it was either my spirit guide or my guardian angel. That's my personal belief. That's amazing. Um, now, when you when you were experiencing that, I mean, I, what was it like? I mean, I know it's probably traumatic to think about it, but what what was it like? Because for people like uh, you know myself and uh, our producer, um, we've never you know experienced what it's like to be in that that state of a coma. So, what was that experience for you? Well, I I I think. That I was neither in this world or the other world. That's the best way I can explain it. Huh. Because, you know, like, you wonder, is, is it so close to, like, death? You know what I mean? Yes, it, it's probably the closest you're ever going to get without being actually dead. Wow. Well, I, I'm glad you're here with us. So, um, thank, you like back, <laughs> thank you for coming back. Thank you for coming back, Um and now you've, you've had a lot of interesting guests on your show. And I was wondering if you would like to share some of, of your experiences with your guests uh, that you've had and, uh, you know, things that you, you, you can relate to. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had some... Um, I, I, one of my most popular guests I have had on is a lady called Elisa Schultz, who's into... Making zombie dolls. And we had a really interesting conversation about how she went about creating the dolls. And afterwards, when I we did the podcast, I sent her the link, and and she came back to me and said uh, uh, she received quite good feedback from she uh, from that, which I was quite good pleased about because I, I like to help people. You know? It's important. Another person I talked to is a man called Wally Dean, who is research does research about a person called Wally Dean, who's to do with the Stonehenge movement. Oh wow, that's incredible. He's a very interesting character. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Uh, Now, what is the Stonehenge movement? 
for those of us who don't know. Well, basically, uh, Stonehenge, um, as we know, is a historical site, but they, they want to basically drill a, pot, a, a road underneath Stonehenge. Mm. And people, people are a bit upset about this because obviously it's A, it's an ancient site, and B, they, they think it's going to upset the um, ley lines and the spiritual um, element of Stonehenge. I can see where that would actually make sense, because when you do move things, you disrupt the energy, you change the energy, you recreate it into something it wasn't before. So that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Because, uh, as, as you know, I mean, you, you've obviously got ley lines where you have, oh, in America, we might call them something else over there, but I'm not too sure. Well, uh, we have they, an American Stonehenge. Um, I don't know if you know of that. Uh, it, it's yeah, you mentioned it to me yeah. before. Yeah, the, um, yeah. I found two versions of that, actually. Yeah. How there is a combination between the two. Uh, where, you know, this one's over here in America, and you have your original one over there, uh, but, they, but they state that the ages of both are so ancient, but they, they're similar in their structural, um, you know, the structure of them. So it's quite yeah, interesting. I've just, just, just got it up on our friend Google, because uh, it's, it's a lot easier to find information that way. Yes, yeah. I see. It's four. Oh, they reckon it's over four thousand years old. Oh my! And they they they're connecting it with astronomy as well. Obviously, the connection with Stonehenge is with astronomy. And they that's believe it was created by North American culture, oh my. possibly migrant European population. They're not too sure either way. It's hard to tell from the design. Oh yeah, but it, but it seems like it's in the, it's the shape of a circle. It's, mm. it's, it's Which is common, very common uh, circles, and because I presume it's like uh, the circle of life. I presume that's what I would say. I love that. I think that's wonderful. But, now, how, how did you come about getting the name Ghost Man? Well, basically because of the coma thing. I thought, well, I survived. I survived the coma. And technically, when I was, as I said before, I was neither alive or dead, so I thought, well, that would make me a ghost. So that's how I came up with the name Ghostman. Oh, that's interesting. That's really neat. And, and, and it had nothing to do with the paranormal at the time, other than... Uh, no, it, it, it was just that at the time. And I, I've slowly got into more paranormal than, uh, and, than the cryptozoology side at the moment. Um, and, and where you live in England, uh, could you describe that just a little bit for us? Because for people that are not familiar with the town that you're from in the area, what is it like where you live? Well, Holsley is a small village based in Devon in the United Kingdom or Great Britain, whichever version you would like to find. It's, um, it's quite a nice, quaint little place. 
Um, we've got Interesting. 
It is an interesting story. And, you know, I've never heard that. So I'm, I'm assuming that some of our audience hasn't heard it either. And that's really, really incredible. Now, um, what types of, um, when, you, when you're doing uh, your show, what types of people are interested in being on your show? That's a, yeah, well, I basically just ask them. I, I, I just, I look up people and I think, oh, that could be an interesting guest. And I go on Messenger and I say, hi, my name's Mark. I do the Holes with Mark show. This is what I'm about. Would you like to be on my show? And quite a few people uh, like to say, oh, yeah, fine. Because it, a, it's a good pro- way to promote themselves. And B, people, most people like talking about themselves. I agree with that. I do agree with that. That's what I do. I talk to people about themselves. And uh, it is wonderful to have you on. Now, um, what kind of a child was you? Did you believe in the paranormal when you were young? Or was this something that just came about uh, through the, the coma experience? Um... Well, it's just basically that experience that I mentioned earlier. I mean, I, I, um, I, I had heard recently of a, a sort of paranormal story called The Rat Man of South End, which is, interested me a little bit. <laughs> which basically involves that a, a tramp was um, going in the underpass... He was beaten to half to death by um, teenagers. He was left to die, and his his stiffed corpse was nibbled and gnawed by numerous rats. And after that, there's been reports of odd noises, high-pitched squeaking, sound of nails being dragged along the wall, and the underpass at Onabout I've actually walked through when I used to live. In South End, I used to cut through that one, and I thought, "Oh, there is a, It's funny how you find these things out later on. How similar you you once you get involved in the paranormal, you you find out more and more information that you, you never knew." I, I I think that's incredible. I'm surprised that you. Well, you didn't know about it, so. But when you were walking through before you knew anything, did you ex- did you feel anything? Did you have any, um, you know, any experience? It's like it's a very it's a very dark and dingy place. It makes you feel very uneasy when you go in there. You know, when you get that very uneasy feeling, so, so it's like an, a residual energy just kind of clinging around to the area. I would, yes, I would say that, yes. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. And and you uh, and you walk through there many times, I'm sure. And no, is it a large? Is it a, is it like it's like a a bridge? It's like it's like a like a cut through underpass. Okay. You go from one side of the road to the other without worrying about crossing the road. So you go you go you go through. Like um, like a little tunnel, basically. Yeah. yeah. Is it lit up or is it pretty it's dark? It can be quite dark. <laughs> I was like, there is there's lights no there, way. but they never yeah. come on. They, they, they oh my used goodness. 
be off half the time, so you did like going, nobody walked through there at night. Wow. You know, if I went through there, I'd probably say a prayer in the middle of it. <laughs> just knowing that story now, that, that's just incredible. But it's very sad for that person to have lost their life in such a tragic way. But then, but then this is how the world is, and it just wakes us up, you know. It just gives us a little eye-opener to, you know, there's no place that's perfect in the world, and, it, you know, it is what it is. So I think that's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. No, um, I'm looking at the time, and and we've got a couple more minutes before we go to break. So, uh, I was just wondering, uh, when you when you're interviewing some people on your show, because uh, you you interview a lot of different types of people, you're not just basically talking to people that are hunting ghosts. You're talking to some Bigfoot people, as well as UFO and cryptozoology. Um, now, when you're, I'm going to get on the Bigfoot subject because I was wondering, because, you know, there's been sightings in America. What about sightings in, in the UK and, and surrounding areas? Oh, recently we had a British Bigfoot sighting in Exeter, which is not far from me, which is basically 50 miles. Oh, my God. You know what? My producer says we had to take a break, so uh, let's take that okay. break. And, yeah, and we're, we're going to come back with that because uh, I think it's really interesting, and I'd really like to hear your stories on that. So everybody, stay okay, tuned. <laughs> stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, stay tuned, folks. It does get more <laughs> exciting. Oh, yes. We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members, of their families, or their children. Asking them to deploy, patrol, stay on watch, on point. Asking them to put themselves in harm's way, to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to bring them all the way home, to keep them secure to have their backs for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs do whatever it takes to help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently at no cost for life so that they might stand at ease. Find out how you can help at findwwp.org.
in Mark to Mark. Mark the show. We'll put you on a naughty yeah. stick for three hours a day. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Mark Potasic, um, tell them what time your show starts and, and ends, and that way everybody has an opportunity to tune in. It's Cafe Enigma Radio, and it goes from 6 to 8 Eastern every Wednesday, right before the Debbie Perkins Radio Show. Okay. Oh, God, love you. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I want to get back to my wonderful guest. Now, now, Anthony, you, we were talking a little bit about the Bigfoot. Um, and what, what, what is some of your experience or um, people that you've interviewed or talked to on that subject of the Bigfoot, because, you know, we've had experiences of people thinking that, or, or you know, coming across the Yeti, the Bigfoot, um, I don't even know the other name to the, to the, to the monsters, but... There's quite a few names of Bigfoot, yeah. Well, Is basically, I talked to a lady called Deborah Hatswell, who had, is a witness herself to seeing a British Bigfoot. Uh, British Bigfoot is a quite controversial subject over here. Because most cryptozoologists believe it to be a paranormal or supernatural. But, there is, but when you look it up, you will find that there's a lot of witness statements that say, um, to say that they have actually seen an ape-like creature in the UK. Some people would say, oh, UK's a bit too small. How possibly could a creature like that live in the UK? But we have we have little woodland gaps that a bunch of people don't even know exist. Yeah. Now, and, and here's a question yeah. for you. Here's a question for you. And we, we just covered cryptozoology on my show. And this came up in, a, in the chat room as well uh, for, for Deb's show tonight. Now, the British Bigfoot, or the Bigfoot in the UK, uh, is it three-toed, five-toed, four-toed, or is there anything special like that about it? it it's, it's basically the same as the um, American one, as far as I know. It's, a, it's got the same, like, four four toes. It's been... Um, Evidential evidence of footprints. Mostly a lot of, um, like in America, the, the, the sounds that they make, the calls and the tapping of the trees, that kind of thing. Wow. I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I really want to run into one of those. <laughs> I don't think I'm quite prepared for some, some type of experience. Give me like a shock. Hello. How are you? I, I wouldn't know what to say to the thing but run. I think, I, I think he'd see my feet. As I was you, might say, you, you might come up and say, hello, Debbie, how are you today? How can I help you? Oh, my gosh, be Harry, Harry and the Hendersons. That's an old TV show. <laughs> We'd have to take him home. Be like Elf or something. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Um, but, you know, I wanted, I wanted to switch the subject just a little bit because um, you, you also talk to people who have had either experiences with UFO or they have seen... Um, what what type of guests that you've had one have talked about? I, I've had a, per, a couple of people that mentioned they've been abducted by UFOs. And now is that in the UK as well, in the United Kingdom? Yes, it is in the UK. It's a person okay. called Russ Kellett. 
and he was telling me about how numerous times he has been uh, abducted and had his experience about going up there and the um, implanting him with um, like a shard of metal sort of thing so they could track him. Why? That's He's a very interesting chap, actually. You can find him quite easily if people want to look him up. It's Russ, K-E-L-L-E-T-T. Look him up, people. It's quite an interesting story. It does. It sounds like... Now, now, is it is is uh, the UFO um, subjects? Is that kind of uh, is that something that people are comfortable talking about in England right now, or is it sort of? Like uh, it's a bit hard to get people to talk about UFOs in UK. Yes, I've tried quite a few times, but they're not so forthcoming because I think they feel a bit. If I'm going to talk about a UFO. I'm going to be treated a bit like a like an idiot, but okay. I find the American audience is a lot easier to talk to about UFOs. I mean, we've got we've had a UFO um, which I found about in in near my area, which dates back to 1967, and this was oh spotted by two police officers. So it does. It does go back. I mean, like, like it does here over here in the United States. So that's really interesting because um, I did not know that, and I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm just. I think it's incredible. Now, um, do they believe that there's a relation to the crop circles? And does England end up with crop circles, or is that just kind of like a, like an American thing? I think there's British. As far as I know, there is British crop cycles. I have seen pictures of them. Yeah. Oh, pretty incredible. Um, let's think. Where have I seen? I'm just a little, ah, British crop crop cycles. Yes, we have some. That's really interesting. Nine, mostly in the 1980s, apparently. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I didn't realize it was on that, uh, that far back. We're um, talking England, which huh? is in Dorset, which is across the road from me. Wow. That's amazing. Now, um, you, 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 you spoke a little bit about cryptozoology. What type of subjects do you end up talking with your guests about? What type of, um, you know, what type of cryptozoology people come across, you know, your desk? I have talked to a gentleman called Jonathan Downs, who's a very renowned, uh, well, he calls himself Munster Hunter. He's done um, autobiography of the same name. And he has done a lot about the Owlman of Malnown, which is in Cornwall. And this nope. back, dates back to April the 17th, 1976. Oh my. Wow. Who identified seeing a sight of a large feathered birdman. What's that remind me of? 
as the most common language. That's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Now, do do you talk to um, uh, religious people as well, or I mean, because you know sometimes. Yes, to them. Um, well, um, I have talked to some uh, religious people. I recently had a book sent to me about someone who. Um, wanted me to, to do something about a meditation thing he did, but it was a oh. bit preachy. It was a little bit um, cult to my liking, so I didn't get back to him. <laughs> I don't mind cults. I don't mind yeah. them, but I don't there's, want to be... <laughs> well, there's some people that do um, exorcisms, and, you know, there are people that do cleansings of locations and, and, and healings of, of that nature. That, that's kind of the direction I want. I was heading in with my question um, with, you okay. know, hope. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, I've talk, when I was talking to a lady called Evelyn Pride on um, the medium site called Whispers of Guidance, whilst I was talking to her, she, oh, departed dog was coming through to her and she's actually telling me things about our dog that she would never know because I didn't I tried not to give her any information you know deliberately held back a little bit and uh, later on I told her that and I said it was amazing how much was coming through even though I'd never met her she knew nothing about my dog I found it fantastically interesting it really is, and you know, it's 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 a kind of amazing uh, situation where you get to talk to all these different types of people that do all these incredibly different things on such different grand scales. Well, I I think it's an, you have to develop that that um, interest because if you don't, you don't learn. We're too skeptical in this day and age. We're too mm -hmm. busy knocking things down. Yes, be a bit sceptical. Don't believe everything, but at least uh, listen in, look it up, read about it, do a bit of your own research, and think, come to your own opinion. Because then you're not influenced by other people. I agree. I do agree. Now, have you ever thought of doing any, you know, even as a, as a guest on research of any field, and if you if you could, what what would you like to do if you could? I'm a great fan of mutant rats. Mutant rats? Is that what you said? Yeah, big rats. Um, 
he used to come back and tell me tales of seeing rats on the, the uh, tip. And he said they was larger than average rats, possibly because A, there's free food, and B, there's no predators. Oh my. There's a, there's a case now I'm looking at of a 20 inch long rat. It was what? found in Wiltshire Town. Really? Yes, That's it was found in Wiltshire Town. It was meant to be 20 inches long from head to tail length, obviously. The size of a newborn. This is found in Swindon. It's like the size of a newborn or a small, you know, like an average size, you know, a medium-sized dog, a small to medium-sized dog. Yes, if, if you can see the pictures of it, if you look it up, oh, see, I can't show you the pictures on radio. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but well, I can imagine what it looks like, and I can imagine it's huge, and I always wonder if there's four turtles hanging out with him. But no, I'm just kidding. That's a, that's a mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well I that's what I thought of. You know, you said that was a lot. Yes, yes. It was a very popular show once upon a time. I think they did a film about it as well. No, not one. I think there was a couple of films out there. The mutant ninja turtles, you mean? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually. He was a couple of years ahead of me in high school, that gentleman. So isn't that, in that is interesting. There's only a few, like maybe, I think he was like four years ahead of me in high school. Um, he graduated just before I came into the school, but everybody knew him. So, you know, I mean, they do now anyway. But, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, you, know, you never know who you're going to meet in the world, and, and I think it's pretty fantastic. That, But it's still kind of scary that you want to go chasing <laughs> gigantic rats. Fascinating. 
Now, I want to get, we, we, we've got a few minutes here. I want to get talking really quickly about, um, you, you do a lot of writing. Yes, I, I, I write, I draw, I, I draw cartoons. I'm, I'm, I, I've got my own little cartoon uh, blog called Ghostman Cartoons or Us, and I am actually um, in a magazine called Gonzo Weekly, which is an online magazine. I'm the official cartoonist for them. And I'm normally on the back page. You sent so me a cartoon. back page, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> well, you sent me a couple of cartoons as well, I mean, that you had done. And and I want to thank you for that, because, I mean, that's your art, and that, that's your that's your... No, that's your special thing and what you love doing. Um, now, when you're writing, what do you what do you typically write about? Is it a blog or is it a book? Or what do you? Well, what do I, you I, I, I've got my own blog called Ghostman, which I write lots of personal stuff on, and I've done in, other interviews I've done before. I did my podcast, and I'm also on an app called Wattpad, which I write a little bit of stories on as well. I've got over 30 stories on there, which have done various things. Some some are more popular than others. I wrote one about my little uh, Pekingese dog called Robbie, the superhero. Aw, that's wonderful. Sounds like a children's story. Yeah, it, was, it says, Robbie was a gingerhead piggy. Was a laid-back type of dog. He made Dylan make from Magic Roundabout look active. He spent most of his days eating, getting cuddles, and sleeping. One day, whilst he was in bed by the TV, he began to dream. In his dream, he stepped into phone box and became Super Ruby. The superpower being his super cute stare that made you stop on the spot. Suddenly, a screaming was heard from the bank down the road. Off went Ruby at full trot. At the bank were two burly robbers who, when they saw Robbie, just became laughing. This made Robbie mad. He gave him his very best super cute stare, and their smiles disappeared from the robbers' faces as they froze to the spot. Along came the police, and Robbie was given his favourite treat as a reward. Then Robbie woke, smiled at his owners, and thought, Yes, I am your superhero. I love that. That's adorable. That is adorable. Did you draw a cartoon for that? No, I've actually got the picture of Robbie on there. Oh. I'm afraid he's no longer with us, but he's here as a, here and as a spirit. Or as people would like to know, the Rainbow Bridge, obviously, which you've heard of. You're an amazing storyteller. I try to learn things and different things. I mean, as you were talking... And telling that story, I was envisioning it in my mind. And I think that's fantastic because that's what it takes to make a great story. Well, that's, that, that's what, well, that, that's what, it, the best thing is, I mean, I would say to people, they want to go out and do something, do it. Got nothing to lose. If oh, people absolutely. don't like it, fine. Just don't, don't worry about it. That's what, that's what life's all about. You've got to give it, give things a chance. I mean, like, like I do my own weird type of comedy. It's called Behind the Scenes of the Holes in Show, which is weird and wonderful comedy. It's a bit, it's a bit off key. It's a bit, little bit more like Monty Python type comedy. Okay. Yeah, but people love that. I mean, Monty Python.
Taylor today, from what I know. It's like um, what you call the whips like episodes that you get on YouTube. I put it on a podcast type version. They're roughly three minutes long. I need to do about six episodes per season, and I'm on season thirteen. Wow. That's incredible. Where, where can somebody go to, to uh, look that up? Right, you can go to my podcast site, which I'm just looking up now, which is on marains88.podbean.com. And they can find all that information on there, too, for that. That's incredible. Now, um, what about your um, what about your stories? Where can people find you your stories? Um, it, it's on a. Let me find that. It's just find all the information in it. Uh, yes, it's on Wattpad, and you can find me on Wattpad under Mark Anthony Rains, aka Ghostman. And if you want to find my blog spot, uh, Ghostman spot, it's ghostmanrains dot blogspot.co.uk Now, if, if somebody wants if somebody you wants You may not. I don't mind. Oh, you never know. You never know. And, and, and I think there's, there's something for everybody out there, you know. And, and if you, you know, if you're filling gaps for people, I think that's fantastic. Because, you know, people are looking for stimulation, entertainment, and, and you offer it in multi-forms. Um, now, with your radio show, where can people go to listen to your show? At, at Podbean. I'm on Podbean, and I'm on Anchor FM, which Anchor FM is also linked to Apple Podcasts and Player FM, quite a few other sites. Because I like to do the, the American site as well, because on that, on the Anchor FM, I can do what they call a co-host thing, which is roughly 12 to 15 minutes long of talking to various people from different, different countries. So, A, I time travel, and B, I'm traveling to another country about leaving my sofa. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Um, now, we got a, another minute or so left. I was wondering, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in being a guest? Well, they can find me on Facebook, because that's the easiest way to find me. And you can find me, I am Mark Anthony Reigns, and you'll see the ghost man, and you'll see a picture of Dennis the Menace, and Nasha, and you'll see a, um, my logo, which says Mark Anthony Reigns, aka ghost man, the best choice possible, holds a V-Mark show. Check it out, folks. Absolutely. And I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight. You know, you invited, we, we kind of got talking with each other. You invited me on your show, which I'm very grateful for. And I, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to share some of myself because, like, when we do shows, we talk to the guests. We don't talk to ourselves. You know, we don't try to talk as much about ourselves. So you gave me an opportunity to open up and talk about my story. So I want to thank you for that. And we only have a few more seconds left. So I want to thank you so much. This radio station will not self-destruct. 
<laughs> no, but the time flies by when you're having a great time, and I want to say we, we really had a great time. And I want to thank you so much for coming on with me. Thank you for letting me be on your show. I do appreciate it. Now, everybody... Hopefully, hopefully the American guests will say, yes, I'd like to go and listen to that show. Yeah, we're all over the world right now. We're, we're, in, we're in other countries as well. We're in England and we're in uh, Australia. So um, not only are we based in, in America, but we are. So thank you so much. And I guess we're done. So everybody have a great night. Bye-bye, everybody. for a mature listening audience. Graphic and explicit language may be heard at times. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily express those of this station or sponsors. Listeners are advised that neither this station nor its owners and agents shall be held liable for the content of this program. Rebroadcast, redistributed or reused without express written permission by host or producer is not allowed. Yes, yet again, I'd like to thank Debbie Perkins for letting me be on her show. And I would like to also say, please listen to the Debbie Perkins show. Show worth listening to. Thank you and goodbye.